Okay, okay but we're recording you, now. You were enthusiastic, but we didn't record that. I know, yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> it's going to be miserable from now on. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So. Um, okay, so this will be episode. Oh, fuck. What episode will this be? If death's trending... I think having episode numbers was a bad idea. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this before or after death's trending? This I don't is... think we're ever going to actually do death's trending. Okay, so then this will be instead of death's trending. So death's trending will right. be after. So then this is yeah. six. Let me double okay. check. Yeah, so, okay, so Death Stranding will be episode 7. Okay. And this will be episode 6. Okay. Okay, yay! We're good, we're good, I'm very proud of us. So, and in this episode, we'll talk about cut content in yeah. regards to, uh, I'm just looking, uh, Abriatus. Um, cause. Yeah. And how that affects, I guess, ROM or whatever, right? Well, not really affects no. ROM, but like sort of why certain things don't quite line up the way that and why you would expect them to. Don't line up. Do you want to do the intro? What now? Yeah? No? Are you, if you're ready to record, we could Okay, play. okay. So this is episode two? No, no, episode six. Six? Why did you call it episode two? I don't know. <laughs> this is episode six, Richie. Okay. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about... Uh, Bloodborne cut content, but just names, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about Abriatus, Cause, and my certain Oh, Abriatus, Cause, Rom, uh, the Altar of Despair, and the cut line from the Blood Minister where he says something that doesn't quite make sense. Perfect! Great intro. Okay. We really going with that? Yeah, why not? Okay, good. Unless you want to redo it. No, no, I think just leave this in. Okay. <laughs> like, do you think I'm joking when I'm terrified of intros? Well, no, I know, because you're always saying you don't want to have to do presentations at work. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my boyfriend sent me a message. Sorry. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yellow. I see things. He just sent me something and was like, okay, he just sent me something that says extension to the title, clarify what the podcast is about and elaborate description of the podcast content. And I'm like, are you giving us... Well, the problem is no, no. I don't know what the podcast is No, no, is so about. I'm like, is my boyfriend giving us advice on how to do an intro? And I'm like so confused. And then he's like, not now. And I'm like, am I not supposed to reply? And I was, and no, he's just sending me something he'll need later for the iTunes thing. <laughs> 
Oh, we'll be going on iTunes. We already are. For patrons. I didn't know that. I told you! I don't think it was up yet, though. No, no, not the older podcasts. Some of the older podcasts have been on iTunes for patrons for ages. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. It's almost like a real podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm eating a blueberry. Many blueberries. They're good. <laughs> Can that be the intro? Just you going, I'm eating a blueberry. <laughs> I know I said I wasn't going to eat on podcasts anymore. <laughs> because we're professional now. <laughs> but I was hungry. <laughs> and we have to record this now. <laughs> because we spent two hours talking about the Lord Vessel. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I planned out these podcasts so well. <laughs> like, we were supposed to be in Death Stranding now. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Even though I mentioned it, apparently you didn't pay attention. But patrons get some of the podcasts on iTunes. Like, there's a link. Okay. Yeah. Like, not all, but most of the podcasts are on iTunes. Like, I didn't put up the ones with really, really bad audio, because that's just yeah. mean. And the recent ones that I uploaded, like, in the past two weeks, because I've uploaded so many, I didn't do that. Um, but the new podcast, The Snack Covenant, it's going to be on, on, like, iTunes and stuff as well. We just need okay. to set it up. So This is news to me. And I'm on it. <laughs> to give you a rough idea of how well organized this has been. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and this is episode six. <laughs> this is that covenant. <laughs> Richie, for some reason, thought it was episode two. I don't know why. I don't know what order anything is going in. <laughs> but we recorded at least, like... Seven podcasts by now. How would this be episode two? And we literally recorded episode two three minutes ago. Well, finished recording it. Yeah, but I don't know what order anything goes in anymore. <laughs> oh, I see. You meant podcast number two today. Yeah, okay. Okay, I forgive you. Yes, this is the second podcast we record today. Yeah, okay. 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 But this is episode six of the Snap Covenant, and today we're going to talk about abrietus, cause, and some cut stuff, and why certain things don't line up the way you'd expect them to. Yep. Cool. And probably the Lord Vessel. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, also, I feel like people should know that today I'm a lot more aware and self-conscious about doing the podcast. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like even less on point than usual because I'm nervous. <laughs> so yep. <That's>, sounds ideal. <laughs> Um, 
and we should um well this is a good chance to mention some really cool people in the community who do cut content yes for example laura yay yeah uh laura slash astral lace yeah and uh we'll put her stuff in the description and there's also lance yay yep that's uh lance is laura's stuff is she does not have a oh she does have a youtube channel but it's not her cut stuff she just sort of extracts models because uh, she's a 3d modeling person she is the person who found the inside of the pendant Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Uh, Lance, uh, Lance. most people will probably know he is uh, youtube.com slash warpchair. And he is a data mining guy who has been doing some very, very complicated uh, data mining of Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne, which has involved a lot of uh, personal expense on his <laughs> yeah. side because he basically has to get, like, older versions of the game oh yeah uh he has to find like the the uh like basically a lot of this dark souls 3 and bloodborne work has been done using trade show demos rather than the um raw game that you would have bought at retail so he's got to go and find like jailbroken consoles and shit like that to get uh all his stuff working so mm-hmm and also Sanity SK, who is, uh, people will know as well, because he's been on this before. You have to give him applause. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay, finally, you're joining in. I felt so awkward. <laughs> um, and also, there's Map, who has all the content compiled yes. on her wiki. Yeah. On Yay! the wiki, and who, who compiled it? Okay, fine. And there's also Richie who compiled everything. Yay! Yeah. Uh, if you go on the Bloodborne wiki, you can see, for example, a complete comparison of literally everything in the trade show demo of Bloodborne versus the release one. Because uh, that's just, this is sort of the collaborative stuff that goes on where, like, Lance got a copy of the trade show demo. He streamed the Yarnamaria, because that's really the only part that works. Uh, he streamed that, and then I downloaded it, and I played through a new game of Bloodborne, copying everything he did in that, taking screenshots for comparison, and then lining them up. So if you want to see what changed, you can uh, go on the Bloodborne wiki, and you can see a very, very exhaustive run-through of literally every single difference. And can you give the URL to the Bloodborne wiki? It is bloodborne-wiki.com, which is... Uh, can be kind of confusing because if you just Google Bloodborne Wiki, you end up with like the Bloodborne Wikia, the Bloodborne mm -hmm. uh, Fextra Life Wiki, the Bloodborne Wiki Dot, etc. But this is mm -hmm. Bloodborne-Wiki.com, and uh, it is not actually a wiki. Confusingly, it is all done in H. <laughs> it's it's structured like a wiki, but it is not. It doesn't use wiki software or wiki. It's just written as HTML, but you navigate it like a wiki. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool and, and pretty, yep. and it's my favorite. It's, it's extremely in-depth. Yeah. Um, everything on it has been verified. Mm -hmm. So if you see, like, that doesn't seem right that Pearl reacts to pungent blood cocktails. No, he does. <laughs> because Meph and Trin, Trin, who people might know from uh, Twitter and from the Tomb Prospectors Reddit as Trin Spectre, uh, 
the three of us went through and we tested like shaman bone blades and we tested punch and blood cocktails on literally every enemy in the game including really obscure shit like Braidor when he invades you is his phantom affected by things stuff like that mm. so yeah check it out and check out all those people and yay yay okay so um one thing, one of the many things that didn't let me sleep at night about Bloodborne is that yep. <laughs> when you fight Mikolash, he yep. says cause, some say cosm, and he calls out to it. But yes. he's he's literally praying to cause. Yeah, but the weapons he uses are a call beyond and the orger of Ibriatus. Oh, yeah, thank you. Which are weapons related to Ibriatus that the School of Masses yes. actually is trying to, like, kill or something. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. Yeah, so I'm like, why are you talking to Cause and using Ibriatus' weapons while trying to kill Ibriatus? It doesn't make any sense. And I told you that. Yes. And then mm. you told me something that made sense. Okay, so... In the base game of Bloodborne, before we had a DLC, we had Mikolash explicitly calling to something called Cos. And it wasn't clear what Cos meant in that instance. It was Cos spelt with a K. So it we it's some kind of name. We weren't sure. People thought it might mean Cosmos because there was a lot of discussion of the Cosmos in Bloodborne. Um... People thought it might be a reference to Ibriatus because Ibriatus is the daughter of the Cosmos. I and I assume other people thought maybe Cos was just the name of the wet nurse because that was the great one that was in the Nightmare of Menses. Um, then the DLC came out and the DLC included this section where you got uh, kind of went back in time-ish and got to see that the healing church, uh, the early, the beginnings of the healing church when they were still with Bergenworth, Involved them going to this coastal village and murdering everyone there and uh, discovering that they worshipped a great one called Cos. So that's presumably the Cos that Mikolash was calling to. So we're like, okay, it makes sense now Mikolash is calling to Cos, that's the Cos. Then when Lance and Sana started doing the data mining, we were like, okay, so they're going to probably dig up like an unfinished... Uh, alpha or beta version of Cos in this, because if uh, you've seen SanaDSK has a video up about the uh, Dark Souls 1 DLC, how a lot of the material from that DLC is still in the base game of Dark Souls, even if you don't have the DLC installed, because that DLC is just basically cut content from Dark Souls. It was a thing they had planned out. They got partway through developing this sequence where you would go back in time to Ula Seal and meet Artorius and Calamite and the Sanctuary Guardian. And they didn't have time to finish it, so they just ruled a line under it and then released it later on as a DLC. So we were figuring, okay, there's going to be unfinished cause and unfinished fishing hamlet and all this stuff in the just in the base game. And there wasn't. And there was no cause at all. <laughs> um, cause did not show up at all. And then we were like, uh, that's a bit odd. And then it also turned out that the Blood Minister from the opening of the game, the guy who's in the cutscene and then never shows up again. He has a lot of unused dialogue, and at one point he referred to the awakening of Ibriatus. 
Ibridus being the great one that is underneath the Grand Cathedral. Mm -hmm. And something that you pointed out... Sorry, I just hit the microphone there. And something that you pointed out earlier on was that Mikolash, despite being obsessed with Koz, um, he uses items that are associated with the choir, which are the the Augur of Ibridus and a call beyond. Mm-hmm. Those are both associated with the choir, and they both look like things Ibridus does, because the Augur of Ibridus is very specifically that's Ibridus' attack. Right. And a call beyond does this, like, star attack that's similar to an attack Ibridus does. And the choir and Mensis are in opposition to each other, so it was sort of odd that members of Mensis were using this choir stuff. It seemed very strange. So, what we've figured out through looking at all this other, like, like removed names for things, um, is that, so what happened was, looking through the old names for items, it turns out that the Augur of Ibriatus is called the Augur of Goss, and Goss is Cos's Japanese name. So, it was the Augur of Goss, and A Call Beyond was called the Anger of Goss. Mm-hmm. So, it turns out that Ibriatus, the reason there was no cause in the base game, is that the cause that Nikolash was calling to got recycled into Ibriatus. Right. They just got the cause that you would have encountered, changed the name to Abriatus, and then put them as an optional boss under the Grand Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, cause, um, which is why Abriatus, despite seeming hugely significant, is just tucked away in an optional area that doesn't really make a great deal of sense. Mm-hmm. Instead of playing a bigger role in the plot, like you would expect. Right. Right. So, the cause that you would have encountered had they finished the game to the um, point that they were sort of planning to at that time in development would have just been Ibriatus. And this is also why, for example, you see the the sort of the attendants in the Nightmare of Mensis, they are wearing these um, these these plates that have a design on them that looks a bit like Ibriatus. Because mm-hmm. she was going to be a, an important part of the plot. So, that's also why you have you know, Mikolash is using these items that would have been associated with cause. Yeah. That, that Yeah, they would have been associated with cause, but now they're associated with Ibriatus and it all gets very confusing. So, um, then, when we dug up the Blood Minister dialogue, he keeps talking about Ibriatus. And he says, like, you know, Ibriatus will awaken soon. Um, he talks about how, like, the final thing that's going to happen, which is presumably that equivalent of the Pale Blood Sky, where the sky... Uh, where the, the nightmare and the waking world sort of start converging. He talks about the awakening of Ibriatus. And we were like, oh, well, when is this from then? Because Ibriatus wasn't Ibriatus until yeah. later on. So is this, were they then going to do something important with Ibriatus and dropped it? Or was he just going to mention Ibriatus and she was still an optional boss or what? So it turns out that uh, the Moon Presence's name, Initially was Ibriatus, not Flora. So Mm -hmm. when he's talking about the awakening of Ibriatus there, he's talking about the moon presence. And that appears to connect to a... It looks like there was a different ending planned when the game was was much more linear. 
and Upper Cathedral Ward would have been a mandatory area. Hmm. It looks like what would have happened is after Upper Cathedral Ward, you would have found the old workshop. Right. And there would have been some- because you can see in Upper Cathedral Ward- there are these statues that everyone has- people were noticing this, like, when the game first came out. They were saying, that statue really looks like the Moon Presence. Right. They're these statues- they're of, um- they're, they're in the area where you fight the Celestials. And they have this- it's like this sort of weird tentacle, sort of hum- vaguely humanoid shape made of tentacles, and it's holding what looks like a child. And they're up there in Upper Cathedral Ward. And there's also the Lumen Flowers, mm-hmm. which- uh, like, they're flowers. And then you have the reference to, like, Flora of the Moon. Which makes it seem like the Moon Presence and Lumen Flower Gardens had something to do with each other early on. And then it, when uh, Lance was doing some out-of-bounds hacking stuff, he found that there is, a, there is an elevator in Upper Cathedral Ward, in Lumen Flower Gardens, that would have gone all the way down to the base of the Grand Cathedral. And um, I investigated that using shining coins by placing shining coins around and then viewing the area from different positions to sort of to orient myself. And it turns out that that would have um, that would have come out at the base of the Grand Cathedral. But it's at a place that you normally go to anyway, so it didn't seem it doesn't seem significant now. But basically, you know, when you um, when you first get into the Grand Cathedral. You have the choice of, if you're facing the door, if you go left, you go to Hamwig. If you go right, you go to Yahagul. Yeah, yes. At this point in development, you couldn't go right. Okay. Um, there would there was basically just a gap that you couldn't cross. And what the Lumen Flower Gardens elevator would have done is it would have put you on the other side of that gap. So it would have connected to that little, the other little plaza area before Yahagul where there's the three hunters. Yes. Yeah. It would have- two hunters. It would have been there. Mm-hmm. So, that's where Lumen Flower Gardens would have led you. Um, not necessarily to that exact location, but to geographically that area. Mm-hmm. And then, that looks like it would have then connected to the old workshop. Instead of the old workshop being hidden in that weird sort of silo area. Right. So, basically, it looks like that the Moon Presence, the workshop, and Upper Cathedral Ward were more connected at that point. And at that point, the moon presence was also called Ibriatus. Mm-hmm. So that's why those things are just sort of, they seem significant. They don't really connect. And it looks like they did connect at one point. Mm-hmm. And we also know at one point they did want the Lumen Flowers to actually open. Because there is artwork in the art book of the Lumen Flower Garden's flowers. And there's two shots of it. There's one shot during the day where they're closed. And then there's a night shot where... They're all open and they're all facing the moon. Mm-hmm. But they never open in game. Right. So it looks like at some point, like after the moon went down, the lumen flowers would open and that would that would be significant in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is why Ibriatus, who seems really important, is an optional boss. Uh, what cause is and why there are statues of the moon presence in Upper Cathedral Ward. And why Mikolash is using Ibrita yeah, stuff yeah. instead of cost stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, and then you said another interesting thing about the Altar of Despair. Ah, yeah, okay. So, weird thing about the Altar of Despair, like, 
much like Ibriatus, it doesn't make any sense. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just underground, and it's it's very clearly Rom's corpse. And the thing is that Rom is- like, it's Rom's corpse, and it's an earlier model of Rom. That's why it looks slightly different, because Rom- Rom would have had, like- large spider legs like the other spiders in the game she wasn't a caterpillar initially mm-hmm. they make her a cat i think probably because she was just harder to fight if she had giant legs and the the caterpillar legs just make it easier to hit her from the sides mm-hmm. um so that that's would have been rom's corpse in the way that you see ibriatus sort of kneeling and like crying in front of the corpse Makes me wonder if, like, there was some connection there at some point. That, like, maybe Rom- Rom might have had something to do with the Orphan of Cos plan that they initially had. Like, perhaps you would have gotten a- um, You would have gotten a- A third chord or something from that altar. And it would have been, like, the remnants of- I don't know. We've we've we're figuring out a lot of weird shit lately. Like, um Trin has been doing these she's somehow managed to get bosses to be completely passive in chalice dungeons, and she's like investigating them. Right. And Amygdala, right. The Amygdala that you encounter as a boss in the game, it it uh it appears by jumping off that that tower thing. It jumps off the tower and lands on the ground. Mm-hmm. If you encounter it in chalice dungeons, you encounter it and it initially has a passive state that it then moves out of when you open the door. Yeah. Now, you, most people, you, you can't normally see the passive state because as soon as the door opens, it gets up. So, you never actually see the full thing. Mm-hmm. But it looks a lot like, now that we can just see the animation looping, that the passive state of the amygdala is it's holding something and it's looking at it. Mm-hmm. Like in its hands. Yeah. It's like it's holding. Yeah. Very similar to the way the moon presence holds you in the ending, mm-hmm. when it's, like, embracing you. Yeah. And we're thinking that maybe, like, another thing to, to talk about is, like, in very, very, very early um, design of Bloodborne, Amygdala was the final boss. Amygdala was the most important thing. So, sort of like Ibriadus slash Cos, this thing that went from being really important became, like, a weird optional boss. So- Amygdala would have been the final boss of the very, very early version of Bloodborne. That's why that they make a big deal out of it. That's why there's all those Amygdala statues up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Amygdala would have been- it's literally called the False God. The idea yeah. is that's the god the Healing Church were worshipping was Amygdala. So, it, and we also know that- um, According to Miyazaki, the concept of the Great Ones needing children was one of the first things that he came up with for Bloodborne. So, we're wondering if, like, when you encountered Amygdala as the final boss of version whatever, if the idea is that the Amygdala was holding the child in the same way that the wet nurse sort of hold, like, protects- protects Murgo in the in the stroller when she lands on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I guess similar to the way that Oseros is apparently holding Ocelot. Yeah. But it would have been something like that. That yeah. And then we start wondering like the way that the Amygdala reached down and grabbed stuff, like was that supposed to be them looking for children or something? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and like, oh there's all this there's like cut dialogue from Yarnamites where they're like demanding a child sacrifice at one point. We don't know what that would have been. 
What's the Cardella? It's just, it's in the folders with the, you know, it's just like the stuff the Yarnamites yell where they're just like, you know, get out of here, you beast. Yeah. It's in there. It's at the very, it's like really, really low. And it's like some of, it's never referenced. And it's like, it's all clumped together. It's like outside of the normal dialogue stuff. And it looks like it was designed for like a set piece or something. And they're saying like, come here, like hand over the children, bring the children to me. It's, it's almost like they're outside. A, um, I don't know, like it's, it, it. It's unclear. They may have been outside a building or something, and they're saying, like, bring us the children, hand the children over. Like, maybe outside the orphanage? I don't know. Because the orphanage- depending on how you see the- like, the orphanage, it's almost like, um, it could have been anything, yeah. but they they just say, like, bring us- bring out the children, bring out the children. Okay. Like, so it looks like they- there was some sort of child sacrifice planned, maybe? So, like- like, not in a way where it's, like, rescue the children from somewhere? No, no, they're saying, like, hand them, like, really aggressive, like, hand them over. Okay. And they, they also say, like, hand them over, and then they say, this is the judgment of Luvan. We have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. It looks like there are, there are two removed characters called Idona and Luvan, who were some sort of, like, maybe healing church senior members or something where they, the Yanamites will say, this is the judgment of Luvan. And then at another point they say, I don't know will be the judge. So we don't know what the story is with them, mm-hmm. but there are, there were characters called I don't know and Luvan at one point. You can actually still hear the, I don't know will be the judge line in the game because they're, oh God, Okay, so one of the things about Bloodborne is people will say that- I'll just address this now because it's sort of related to what we're talking about. People will say, oh, I was running through Central Yarnum and one of the Yarnumites yelled, death to the minister. And I don't know what the cause of that is. And then people will say, it's because you have healing church clothing on, or it only works with the choir cap, or you have to have Ludwig's holy blade. And someone else said, like, no, it's, it's Henrik's gear that triggers it. And no one can agree what actually triggers that line. The answer is that- it's absolutely nothing to do with what you're wearing. <laughs> what happened- This is something that Meth figured out mm-hmm. um, over a very, very long period of testing. The huntsmen that have torches, they very rarely do an animation that's like a defensive swing of the torch, where they're not attacking you. They step back slowly, and as they're stepping back, they wave the torch in front of themselves. And when they do that, for some reason, we don't know why, but for some reason- they reference dialogue that looks like it was completely supposed to have been cut. Like, basically, the the pointer, the thing that says, like, say this line, it's offset. Mm-hmm. We don't know why it's offset, but they say cut lines. And one of those lines is death to the minister. But another one of the lines is I don't know will be the judge. So if you if you basically just get in the face of a guy with a torch in central Yarnum, and you don't kill him, but you just sort of annoy him. <laughs> Eventually, he will say death to the minister or I don't know will be the judge. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Well, I really I really liked that you actually had an answer for my Mikolash dilemma. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really cool. And uh, the other thing when you talked about Abrietas being- um, 
Cause. And then you yeah. mentioned that maybe Rom is connected to the Orphan of Cause. Well, Rom is connected to the Orphan of Cause in the final game. With the court. Yeah, because Rom is ascended using the court. Basic. This is a, this is the thing. The cord that Imposter Yosefka drops. That is the cord from the Orphan of Cause. It doesn't say it because in the base game there was no Orphan of Cause, so it just says this is the cord that Master Willem sought. And we don't know where it came from, but now that we have the DLC, we know he sought the cord by going to the fishing hamlet and killing the people there and dissecting cause and pulling the orphan out so that's where that chord comes from mm-hmm. mm. but the way that you see cause weeping and the way that you see this this like body of rom it's almost like i don't know is cause weeping over if, if that was there then like is cause weeping over rom because rom was Maybe Rom was the orphan at one point. I have no idea. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting at when you mentioned that. It's like, it would actually yeah. make sense if what um, Abreatus was caused, let's say. Okay, in, yeah. in, in this imaginary scenario, Abreatus, who is caused, is weeping over Rom, who's actually her child, the orphan of cause. Yeah. And like, yeah. It, it would make sense, you know? Yeah. The thing is, like, looking at the internal names, um, Ibriatus is just called illegitimate children. <laughs> and Rom is still called idiocy spider. <laughs> so I think the idea that, like, Rom is a failed experiment was always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other confusing thing is you get told about the Bergenworth spider. But then in the art book, the art of patches is called Bergenworth spider. So I'm wondering if, like... I don't know. The, the weird the thing about Rom is that, like, Christ. <laughs> Bergenworth went through so many different revisions. And we know at one point the boss of Bergenworth was Willem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also, like, the way that you fight Rom is that you fall into a strange, like, netherworld sort of void thing. So, the mm-hmm. thing is, like, Rom- might have been like anywhere like rom didn't necessarily have to have been at bergenworth that's true and and like if willem had been the boss of bergenworth maybe rom wouldn't maybe willem would have been before rom or maybe rom like you know and patches is there so i mean was the original idea that like the bergenworth scholars turned themselves into spiders but not rom you know it's like we don't really know mm-hmm. yeah Oh, and we actually have a whole podcast on Rome. Yeah. Yeah. So, check that out if you're interested. Um, oh, something else that we need to talk about. Yeah. I'll send you a link. Um, so... Uh, somebody on Discord, uh, the peas and corn, yeah, sent me this. Oh yeah, Rom, the space knight. Yeah, Rom, the space knight. Yes. <laughs> Do you think this served as inspiration for Rom? I don't think it did. 
But it's literally Rom, and it's a spider. No, but that's not Rom the Space Knight. Rom the Space oh. Knight's an unrelated. Rom the Space Knight is the hero of that, and the spider is like the thing that Rom is finding. Rom, Rom is the next to the word Rom. That like silver thing is Rom. Okay, well, this is very misleading. Because I thought that Rom was this thing. But it says Rom the Space Knight, not Rom the Giant Spider. No, no, but look, the spider looks like a Space Knight. Okay. <laughs> you say so. <laughs> look, the spider looks like he's from space and he's wearing armor or yeah. something. Well, so- all spiders have armor of a sort. It's like, so- it's chitin. It's not... Do we want to talk about Rom's name? Okay, let's talk about Rom's okay. name. Okay. Rom's name is like, in the Japanese one, it's Roma. Right. It's meant to be, like, it's a feminine name. It's like Roma. But Roma is an ethnicity. So I think they went with Rom because they didn't want to go with Roma because that's like an ethnic group of people. So they just went with, they just chopped the A off and called her Rom. But that, that's what makes it clearer that Rom is female. Because you don't get, they don't say that in the game. But. Mm-hmm. Miyazaki said in an interview he was calling Rom she. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. Uh, yeah, and people were like, wait, Rom is a girl? But like that makes more sense if you realize the name is Roma. Because it sounds more feminine. Yeah. And he's like, she's really cute. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah. I feel bad for her, though. It's like she's literally yeah. just chilling in the lake. And we come yeah. along. And she's like, hey, what's up? And then we just, like, kill her. Yeah, that's another reason I wonder about, like, them shifting stuff around, because it's very kind of awkward. Yeah. That you just kill this thing that's there for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, like, the Celestials were at Bergenworth at one point. It's very confusing. Okay, so like, I know, like, I'm remembering now, because Lance was telling me about him going and hacking Bergenworth, that, like, Rom is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also Celestials there. And it's just, like, extremely confusing. Hmm. But, yeah, Willem, Willem 100% would have been the boss of Bergenworth, because we have, like, all the files associated with that. Mm-hmm. The thing about Lance... Um, is that Lance only wants to make videos about stuff he can completely restore and get working. Right. So he finds stuff and he's just like, I can't do anything. It's just information that he can't do anything with. Mm-hmm. So like, we have looked into all this shit and like, yeah, he was the, um, Willem 100% was the boss of Bergenworth. But because Lance cannot restore Willem to become the boss of Bergenworth because the important files are now gone. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to see him make a video on that unless he figures out, like, unless he gets, like, a QA build or something. That's not going to happen. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that, that um, Lance finds and doesn't make videos about because he can't make it work, like, as an act in-game, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that, that's how I know about, like, the, the um, Goss, like, anger of Goss- Goss auger and stuff because he found that, but like, there's no way to demonstrate that. Okay. It's just a, just a, it's just a string of text. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's still cool. Thank you. Oh, and I want to mention someone else. Um, okay. And I told you about this, but um, so somebody messaged me recently, 
and they were like, hi, Sinclair. And uh, they, they said that they're working on the series or planning to work on the series for Bloodborne. And yeah. they took a lot of screenshots uh, for, for their oh, series. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and then they were like, well, you know, if you want to, you feel free to use that. And they sent me a link. And so, you know, I wanted, I wanted to thank them. <laughs> and their name is Arc Mythos. And, you know, they might be starting a YouTube channel soon and stuff. They might, so, yes. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. It's, it's no, I really appreciate that, though. It's really nice because I, you know, I always have problems with footage because, like, I have a full-time job and a life and I don't always have time to, like, turn on the PlayStation and go take pictures. So I really appreciate it when like people help me out with that. Yep. Like Nick, he's been helping me out a lot too. He's been making like footage of bosses for me and stuff. So yeah. yeah. So thanks everyone. Okay. Is there anything else um, you'd like to say? No, I think I think that was a decent explanation of like mm-hmm. why basically they played musical chairs with bosses and boss names, mm-hmm. and that's why like. That's why bits of it are confusing, and then the cut content made it even more confusing. Yeah. You know, when you say musical chairs, well, when anyone yeah. says musical chairs now, you know what I have in my head? The warp chairs from Bloodborne. No. No. Music starts playing, and then, like, in my head, the video starts playing of you explaining the cleric beast in Gascoigne. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I like how to that, Mittens wrote, Richard made no mistakes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> um, okay. I guess this is it. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. What, you have something else to say? Well, no, we, we just, like, this has been um, going for quite some time. There have been several stops and starts. Well, in the end, this will be, like, 30 minutes. No one will know, okay? <laughs> I'm surprised it's even... It should be, like, five. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I routinely cut, like, 20 minutes out of things that I make. Oh, oh, what did you make, Richie? Well, no, I, I did um, my uh, Forbidden Woods video, but I will, oh I will up. God. I'm only uploading it when I also have Bergenworth done. You heard it here first, folks. Well, no, I think I think I mentioned this on Twitter several times. But, yeah. I know, but let me have this, Richard. Okay. okay. <laughs> So, Richard, I heard you're going to be uploading videos soon. <laughs> well, soon is soon is a relative term. <laughs> and they're going to be about the Forbidden Woods and Bergenworth? Yes, and the Forbidden Woods one is finished, and it's two mm-hmm. gigabytes, so it's not uploaded yet. But Okay. And Bergenworth, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And I showed you some stills. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and you also sent me a script, both of them actually. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, which was good because one of the reasons it took so long is that my computer died last uh -huh. late last year, Aww. and I was a I was able to get the um the scripts back because you had them. Really? Because I I'd sent them to you, so I just went into Discord and got the attachments that I sent you. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, I saved the lore, you guys. I'm you a did. hero. <laughs> Awesome! I have never been more proud of myself in my entire life. You never told me that. I think I did. No, you didn't. I'd remember. Okay. I I'd, I'd printed and I'd put it on my wall. Okay. Which I will do now. I'll frame it as a diploma. I should put it on my wall at work. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> My qualifications <laughs> helped retrieve yeah. Bergenworth and Forbidden Woods lore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, wow. So now people can never complain again that I'm like not letting you do your thing and like holding you down because as a matter of fact, I actually helped you. It's true. Because what would have happened is you would have been like, Oh no, I spent so much time doing this, I'm never doing this again. And we would have gotten zero videos. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Richie. That's alright. Wait, no, hey, no. Am, am, am I the co-host? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I forgot that I'm not polite to you anymore. I don't thank you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck right off, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's, I plan to. It's like... <laughs> It's 3 p.m. I haven't done anything today. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, okay, let's just do the outro then. Oh. Uh, We're sorry <laughs> that it took that long to explain that Ibriadus used to be called Cos and the Moon Presence used to be called Ibriadus and that's why the names were weird. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. And uh, don't forget to check out the description and you'll find the channels and the social media of the people we mentioned today. Yep. And, uh... Um... Uh... Um... Sin was feeling extra nervous about public speaking today, so yeah. the podcasts are more awkward than usual. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I guess that's it. Yep. Okay, bye everyone. Bye everyone. <laughs> Yay, good job. <laughs> <laughs>